Welcome, friends. We're Dana and Victoria, and this is Reconnecting with Pleasure, a podcast that helps you find more joy, presence, and so much pleasure by reconnecting with yourself and your desires. We're two moms, coaches, and all-around badass bitches who are obsessed with changing rules and always seeking more. More joy, more fun, more orgasms, more pleasure, more eating. And we want you to have it all, too. Welcome back, friends. Welcome, welcome. This is episode three of Reconnecting with Pleasure podcast. You are here with Dana and Victoria. Welcome back. We're so excited to be on episode three. And today we're going to be talking about what do we mean when we say pleasure? We've been talking a lot about pleasure and the podcast, of course, is called Reconnecting with Pleasure. And what do we mean? What do we mean? So Victoria knows that I love a good definition. So while we were preparing for this and just chit-chatting, I pulled it up. Um, And so I would love to start with the definition. The definition that I found for pleasure is a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment as a noun, the adjective used or intended for entertainment rather than business. I mean, it could be in in business as well. And the verb, which might be the fun one, um, give sexual enjoyment or satisfaction to. They're all fun. They're all fun. Yes. Yes. I love that because a pleasure is an action. And I think so often the word connects to sex. Like we've almost made them interchangeable, which Mm -hmm. I get. And like part of it, based on the definition you just read. And also it's not exclusively about sex. And I think sometimes we do a disservice when we make it interchangeable because there is so much pleasure available to us Mm -hmm. in addition to and beyond sexual pleasure. Absolutely. In life, in business, in love, in I mean, I can go on and on. In every aspect of your life, how do you make it more pleasurable? There's so many ways to make it just more enjoyable. Like if you want to make it feel less sexual, but why not? Imagine like you just walk through life and you're like, this feels a bit sexual. (laughs) Something. So what I like words that Victoria uses are like juicy and um, sexy and delicious. Like how, like how awesome would that be? Like I go to work and I'm just like, man, this is a delicious day. Like I am enjoying this. It was pleasurable. I had lovely interactions with with other people while I'm doing this. Um, So like, what are ways to just bring more pleasure and enjoyment? joy, 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 and fun and play into just the everyday mundane tasks. Yes. And the the word that I also think about is delight. Like, can we just allow ourselves to be delighted by life? And, and even in the small things, like waking up and hearing the birds chirping (sighs) is like a thing that for most of my life was either annoying or almost like it didn't even register. It was like background noise. And now I wake up and I'm like, hi, bird friends, like, good morning, you know? And, and like, 
I don't know, the way the breeze catches my face, my skin when I'm outside, I'm like, oh, that feels so delicious on my skin. And I do think, though, that the more I find pleasure in day-to-day, otherwise mundane, like sort of quote-unquote regular not sex things, the more I do feel like sexy and more connected and tapped into sexual pleasure. And like, shit, sometimes those like regular mundane things do turn me on because I think I'm thinking about them in a receiving way, like the breeze, mm-hmm. you feel it mm-hmm. on your skin. Like when you notice it and allow yourself to feel it, like, yeah, some of the sensations are similar on my body to like a soft caress. And then I'm like, oh. Well, so much of our lives are spent not being present. And I can truly say that I don't recall hearing the birds chirping in the morning up until uh, maybe a couple of years ago. Yep. Now so- I'm like, wow, they're so loud. What are they doing? I want to know what kind of birds they are now, what they're doing, if they're fucking. Like, there's so much that I want to know about the birds outside of my window at 530 in the morning. Like, what are you doing out there? Are you a different species of bird? Are you talking... And I've never, I I swear, like two years ago, that's something that just never would have crossed my mind. I didn't even hear the birds chirping. Yeah. Right? Like, I couldn't hear it. Now that's... The wind blow. Right. The leaves rustling, what that looks like, especially in the fall. Like, I love, 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 love the fall and just like seeing them fall from the, seeing the leaves fall from the trees. Mm -hmm. Um, and even seeing the leaves grow on the trees in the spring and just being able to notice it without one day, like the seasons have changed. I didn't even know that that happened. All I know is I need a coat. I need sandals. I need, right. It's like based on what I'm wearing versus what am I feeling? How am I feeling? Mm -hmm. In my body, outside of my body. About my body. About my body. I um I had a coach a couple of years ago, so shout out to Lacey Young, who gave me homework that I'm going to pass along for anybody who's like listening and like either, yeah, right, I am never going to notice the freaking birds or the wind because who has time for that? Or like, ooh, I, if they two years ago didn't, like maybe I can. And one of the things that she invited me to do was to, I, I started as like a notes in my phone because my phone is the thing I tend to have more than like a journal or something, but whatever, a place where at least once a day and not like at the end of the day, the idea was like in the moment to notice joy. And because I was saying like, and we were talking about this on our last episode, I wouldn't have described myself as a joyful person. And, you know, she just reminded me that the first step is noticing the joy that's already present. Mm. And the reality is for many of us, there is probably joy already present We're just not, we haven't trained ourselves and our brain to notice it. And so start with one thing each day. Like, you know, I don't know, my kid laughs sometimes and I'm like in awe or the sun is out and I am a summer girl. So I'm hitting the time of year where I am so delighted by a really warm day where I don't need a sweatshirt or anything outside. Um, I don't know. My fucking lunch was really good or that meeting made me laugh or the, I don't, it could literally be anything, but when you notice something brings you joy, jot it down. And once you start collecting it, I bet 
it becomes a little like dominoes and there's some momentum and then you start noticing it more. And that was literally that small practice that changed my relationship because now I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking joyful person. I, I find delight in a lot of things. There's so much. Just having coffee in the morning with a friend or that moment between waking up and getting up. Mm-hmm. I love I that, that, moment. that moment, Dana. I know. <laughs> There's something so special about that moment that I don't know if I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. Past couple of years, like, especially when you have, it's hard when you have a hectic life, right? When you're like, okay, my alarm went off. Now I need to get up and I have to start the day. And then the day is go, 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 go until I can lay down that night. But there's something, even if it's like 10 minutes before I actually have to put foot to floor, and just laying there and if it's thinking about my day or or not or thinking about what the what the birds are doing outside or not but just like reflecting on who I am who I want to be today who do how do I want to show up in the world today mm-hmm. yeah yeah and sometimes I I'm laying am... there thinking about my first cup of coffee oh my god I'm always because... <laughs> like oh that first step is gonna be so good when I finally get my ass up to do it I mean it could be 10 minutes it could literally be an hour and a half before I put foot to floor I see I um I I drink tea first thing in the morning and I get up and make the tea and then get back into bed because I love sipping my tea in the quiet stillness of the morning Mm -hmm. Uh, and to your point about those like hectic days I've sort of, it took time, like five minutes at a time, but trained my body to wake up a a little bit before my kids. So I intentionally wake up like at least 20 minutes before I know they're going to be up and let that be time that I savor. And right now it's, it's light quite early where I live, but in most of the year it's not. And I wake up and just light a couple of candles and I do the same thing, even if it's for five minutes before I go to bed, most nights, not every night, but I try to do the same and turn down the lights and light the candles. Because for me, I find candlelight to be pleasurable. It feels romantic. It feels intentional and on purpose that I'm not just shutting out the light, but I am setting the mood for Mm -hmm. myself to unwind and to feel special. Like I grew up with like candles were a special occasion thing. And like when you buy like a delicious jar candle and they can be so expensive. It's like a luxury. Now, for the record, I don't like those every night because I do treat them like a luxury. So I buy a big ass (laughs) box at Ikea. But it, I think like to me, we can take like luxury ideas and make them every day and still let it be luxury. Like it is, I love being in the candlelight. I love it so much. And partially because it's relaxing partially because it feels a little romantic and soft and like, why can't I romance myself first thing in the morning? It doesn't have to be something saved for a partner. I love candles. And I, I feel like for a long time, I felt like they needed to be scented candles. And so I love that you mentioned the, the box, the big box of Ikea candles, because it's, I think it may have been this winter I invested in a slew of unscented candles just so that I could have candles lit all around me, (laughs) all around me. And yeah. And like creating that soft glow. I love the flicker. Even if I'm just sitting there watching TV and I'm alone and I'm in my living room under a cozy blanket and I just have candles just lit 
and twinkly and, lights. I love a good twinkly light. <laughs> same, same, same. Yeah. And sometimes in the shower, like instead of turning on the lights, I'll just like light a couple of candles mm-hmm. um, and just let something ordinary be, feel a little special. Mm-hmm. But also I use candle sticks because mm-hmm. like I had crystal candlesticks that I got when I got engaged and a, a set that were my mom's and they were like in the drawer of like, you know, fancy things that never get pulled out. Mm-hmm. And um, I love when they like even drip a little bit. Like I love that they all have a little bit of wax on them. But I saw um, somebody I follow online who had bought like a couple of like antique candlesticks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, to your point, like I don't need to have fancy scented candles. I could get the candlesticks I already have and like put stick candles in there. And I don't know, but again, the only time we ever had those when I was a kid was like at at a holiday dinner. Like they were such a special occasion Mm -hmm. to have like candlesticks out that I love that they just like live on my dresser and in my bedroom all over. Girl, candlesticks freak me out. All I can think of is like a candlestick falling. And well, I know that these aren't them and they're good. If you do what? Like you gotta like I'm like jam jam it into the thing. In there safely and securely. Cause every once in a while I'll have um if I buy a new box of candlesticks that I like a different brand that don't I I have the moments where I'm like, ooh, this one feels a little mm. wonky, but mm-hmm. Mostly they're made to fit in there and you just got to get them in a little secure. Are they? I'm sure it's not one size fit all. Probably. You're probably right. Listen, do (laughs) what makes you feel safe and secure because if it feels unsafe to have candlesticks, it is not going to be a pleasurable experience. (laughs) It's not going to be a pleasurable experience, but I do. I love scented candles and as well, but for volume, I love, um, I love a good array of unscented ones. Yeah, like and the I little these, lights. Girl, yes. And I bought these like small, like brown, uh, not brown, but small teeny tiny cutting boards that are like the un, like the raw wood, I guess, where oh, it's yeah. not. Yeah. So they're like small. And so like I have them set up as little candle holder beds. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. I love yeah. that. See, nice find tr- something that brings you pleasure. It does. If a candle also brings you pleasure, combine the two and you're really winning. When, when. Victoria, what I, are some other things that bring you pleasure that you would consider to be pleasurable? Um, That's a really good question. I, now, I think most things that I do in my day, but I live right by the beach. And so just my like kind of daily walk to the beach brings me immense pleasure. And, and honestly, Dana, it's like a decision to not take it for granted. Like it's a decision every day to uh, let myself be delighted, even though I know what is going to be there. Um, and so that brings me a lot of pleasure. Food brings me pleasure playing with my kids brings me pleasure. We've been having tickle fights recently and laughing with my children is like, I think heaven on earth. Uh, I mean, lots of sexy things bring me pleasure. Lots battery operated and otherwise. Um, (laughs) Listen, a chocolate malted milkshake will bring me so much pleasure Mm -hmm. anytime. What about you? Um, 
So you mentioned like where you live. I would agree that where I live in Western Massachusetts, it's absolutely beautiful. And every now and then I have to like just stand outside and I'm like, I live in a really beautiful part of the country. I live in a beautiful part of the state. There's mountains, there's a valley, there's a river, you know, a river runs through it, um, literally. And we have the most fertile farmland in the state, just in case anybody was wondering. Um, so there are parts that are pretty fertile. I love being able to walk downtown and get my coffee, get a beer, get a dinner, get a, like, those are things that I find extremely pleasurable. So, and those are, it's like embedded into my everyday, just where, where I get to live. And I feel really fortunate to be able to live in a place that I truly enjoy. Um mm-hmm. My hammock brings me pleasure. Laughing with my friends brings me pleasure. I don't actually even like trivia at all, but going to trivia night brings me pleasure only because I talk throughout. And I think I, (laughs) I find it hilarious how other people respond to that. Um. (laughs) Same. I'm like the worst for things like that. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know the answers. I don't even care to know the answers. It's not a thing for me. Um, but I just, and I think it's funny how serious other people are in it. Um, live music brings me pleasure. This is my favorite, this summer season of like outdoor music and music festivals. I love, love, love. Um, and yes, my drawer o vibrators. <laughs> bring me so much joy and pleasure every so that's part of my like lounging in my bed in the morning that's part of that's part of that process so like I said 10 minutes to an hour and a half who knows Listen, um record it gotta start your day off right got it's my Wheaties in the morning I guess <laughs> um and I have if children you see the visual that just came with Dana that <laughs> <laughs> Those are, yes. Um, there's just so, there's so much. And I think part of it is just being intentional, like being intentional and being present. There are so many things that you would be surprised come up like that, that you encounter in a course of a day. That's just mm-hmm. like, wow, that was a good day. Listen, taking the dog for a walk with my partner in the park and like, just holding their hand and, and like walking through the trees and watching the dog play. Like if Mm -hmm. I am ever feeling like a little disconnected from pleasure, looking at small children and animals, like watch a dog and like dogs find fucking pleasure with everything. They're just like (laughs) happy running around. Same with little kids. To me, it's like a reminder that you don't actually need a whole lot to find pleasure. Mm -hmm. It's more that you need to stop a whole lot and like pause, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's lots of ways. I mean, beyond like the obvious that my my partner also brings me pleasure. But uh, when she cooks dinner for me, girl, especially on a work day, I am like, this is the key to my everything. Delicious meal she made me steak on our first date i was like i'll come yes okay all right i was like she was put she was putting it down (laughs) she was like i'm gonna i'm gonna show you what this could be like this is a this is just this is just a preview this is like an appetizer (laughs) i know it's a whole ass steak but it's just an appetizer 
listen. <laughs> so how do you know what brings you pleasure? Ooh. I noticed that we both have said, like, even a couple of years ago, most of these things weren't, we weren't as aware of, we weren't as connected to. I still think, like, a pedicure or a milkshake or, like, a special treat for myself would have felt like pleasure. But how did you know or how do you know what things bring you pleasure? Like, I guess what's different from a couple of years ago to now? And the things that you named were, like, I think special things, right? Or for a lot of people, those are special things. Those are not regular things. Um, I don't, how do you know? I think you feel it, right? Like it's when the everyday things, not every day, not all the things every day, because I definitely, there are many things <laughs> through, you know, that I have to do. I'm like, that sucked. You know, yeah. like filling like filling your car up these days with gas. That sucks. Oh. Um Yes. Washing dishes, that's never gonna be fun for me. I'm nope. never gonna even pretend that it's fun. But I will say making up my bed is now fun for me. Washing mm. my sheets every Sunday, that is fun for me. Mm -hmm. Because I know like I'm gonna get into this fresh bed at night and it's gonna be so so luxe it's gonna mm -hmm. be so comfortable and cozy mm -hmm. and like that is what I need mm -hmm. like my ex and I every single night we would have this not an argument it would be more like I'm gonna need you to get out of the bed because you didn't make the bed like how do you get into a bed that's not made I don't understand but now it's my bed <laughs> perks right <laughs> There are some I will make the bed 20 minutes before bedtime. I mean, I usually make it in the morning, <laughs> but um, I'm with you. There's something I find delight in like putting my pillows on my bed in the morning and knowing mm -hmm. that when I come home, it's going to be ready for me to invite me back. Mm. Yeah. Invite me back. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to hold me and um, take that day away. But I think, like, I truly believe, I think it's being more present and aware of like, this thing is happening in this moment. Mm -hmm. And holy fuck, is this awesome? Mm -hmm. Like, I get to live this life. I get to live this moment. And being able to appreciate it and being grateful for it is so, like, it's so important. Yeah. Right? Like, there are so many, 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 many shitty things in the world. And the fact, like me laying in my hammock, I do not want to take that for granted. Me having a bed to sleep in that I find comfortable and safe and cozy as fuck. <laughs> I do not want to take that for granted. I appreciate it so much more. And I think that's part of it is being aware of being aware of things to be grateful for. Yeah. Right? I can walk down the street and feel the wind in my face and not have to worry about other, you know, other outside things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't have to have guilt about it. It doesn't have to be a comparison. Yes. There's privilege. There's always the, the presence of privilege in some capacity or another. And we can acknowledge that. And still that doesn't require us to feel bad about it, to feel guilty about it. And I, I think like what I hear you saying, Dana, is like, some of it is just deciding. It's just, to me, it's as simple and as difficult because I have to do it a thousand times a day, but it's as simple as deciding, like, what if I let this be fun? 
Mm-hmm. What if I what if I imagine that the ocean was placed here this morning just for me? Like what if I decide as I walk up to my room at night that like it is a magical sanctuary that is just inviting me back to it? Like like play with your thoughts and mm-hmm. play with what you'll let yourself believe. Yes. And mm-hmm. Partially, I mean, I just referenced privilege and one of the notes we had, and and we talked about this in our first episode also, that like pleasure is liberation because the the other reason I decide is like, listen, this is where I go a little off on my my, uh, soapbox sometimes, but we live in capitalism. We live in white supremacy. We live in patriarchy. We live inside of a container that is designed to put power over people to you know, have us all running ragged and, and being exploited to participate. And I just reject it, right? Like to me, one of the ways that I reject white supremacy and divest from it, even as a white human is by letting myself have pleasure instead of feeling like I have to hustle, 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 like that I'm not worthy if I haven't produced enough. Fuck that. Fuck that. I want everybody to have ease. To me, that's what liberation looks like. And so to me, pleasure is liberation. And Dana, you have a quote somewhere, right, from Audre Lorde that you have in your office. I remember you pulled it out one time on one of our calls. Um, Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Um, Caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare by Sister Audre Lorde. Truly, for for like for Black women, for Black folks, for Indigenous folks, for queer folks, for trans folks, for disabled folks, like our pleasure is our rejection and our yeah, our fucking rejection. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need that also to convince you of why you're worthy and deserving. And like, I love when pleasure feels like a middle finger to like everything that this country stands for. Like, fuck you. Absolutely. I wonder, yeah, yeah, I don't, (laughs) I don't know if this is true or not, but like part of me like is believe like the lack of or challenge of being able to embrace pleasure and joy is a, feels like a learned experience. Like you mentioned like seeing children play, seeing dogs run about and like, they're all like, their life is built on pleasure and luxury. And I'm just laying here. I'm going to sleep, eat, poop, run, play, bark. I think they're having fun when they're barking. Um, what do we say? Like, well, some we got to grow up sometimes. Like, how how do people tell me that like grow up? And I'm like, why? Bitch, I grew up to get young again, so I, I I reject that. But we do we 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 um minimize that that childlike joy as something naive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I agree that I think it's learned and and part of our socialization. And and for some, it's it's our survival depend depends on it, right? Like, Absolutely. I don't that. Like, there are lots of people who have to work hella hard, hella long for just to fucking survive. 
And I wonder if like, there's still moments of joy in that. Like mm-hmm. I don't commute anymore, but when I did, I tried to remember to look out the window every day mm-hmm. and like, take a few minutes to just like look at the people out the window and um, you know, where are the, the, the scraps of joy we can find and the pleasure. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wrap up, but um, I wanted to offer, if you're sitting here and you're like, I don't have, I don't know what I want. I don't know what would bring me pleasure. Like, Yes, maybe a pedicure, but like when you think about these day-to-day things, like what would that look like? And so I would just invite you, if you're driving, please don't like close your eyes or do anything dangerous, but please don't take a minute, you know, just Dana said, I think several times, um, it's, it's required, like it requires slowing down. And so take a moment, like quiet your body, still it, breathe. Just breathe and scan and notice and try to let go of the thoughts and the busy. To me, one of the ways I do that is if I'm trying to quiet and my brain gets noisy, I think about my thoughts as clouds in the sky, like blowing by. And I'm like, okay, I see you. And I'm going to see you blow right across out the other side. And just like notice how your body feels, where there's tension, how you can relax a little more. It doesn't have to take a long time, truly like 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. And then once you've settled your body and you feel calm, just ask yourself, like, what do I want right now? What do I want right now? And maybe it's a milkshake and maybe it's to like breathe fresh air that's not in your fucking cubicle, or maybe it's... um I don't know, a nice cup of coffee because Dana just like made it feel so good or light some candles, go for a walk, do some yoga. I mean, it could be anything. Pull out your fucking vibrator um, or your partner or your partners or whatever brings you pleasure. But just ask yourself every so often and then try to make it happen. I love that. Thank you, Victoria. Yeah. And thank you all for listening to episode three of Reconnecting with Pleasure podcast with Dana and Victoria. See you soon, friends. Bye. That's all for today. Thanks so much for spending your time with us. Don't forget to smile at yourself in the mirror, have an orgasm, and laugh until your belly hurts.